You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. It is 10.53 on Thursday night, and my Sweet. name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This is another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Matt, how are we doing? You're on vacation, I hear. Yeah, it's been a fun week and a week well needed and uh just ready to get just uh ready to get the ball rolling and uh enjoy the rest of it so you're uh you're out hunting right yeah it's been it's been a grind it's been fun though so living living off the land not really but yeah i try to act like i do you know uh where what part of kansas are you in you're northeast or uh, north northwest kansas right yep northwest kansas near smith center so Ah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Getting anything yet? Oh, I've been close. Just been a little picky, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just not just not my week, but still, hey, it's nice to get away and get away from every um thing and just kind of have time to myself. Is it just so it's just you then? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just out hunting? <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't know how that's Okay. I didn't know people do that. I thought you just went with like one or two people or something, but very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, you want to go ahead and throw down the shout out of the podcast. Go ahead. Uh, shout out to uh, Hagen Honus down Wichita. <laughs> he's a, he told me he listens every week, but I don't know if he's lying or not, but we shout out to him because apparently he listens every week. So uh, hey, thank yeah, you, dude. Hagen and keep it up. Hagen, uh, if you if you are an avid listener, you'll text Matt as soon as you hear this, right? <laughs> so your uh, your deadline is Sunday. Matt, Matt, if you don't see a text from Hagen by Sunday, then um, he owes you five dollars. I was pretty pissed off. <laughs> but, oh, I also have another shout out. By the way, I did think of one. Nice. Uh, Josh Klein, he got a job back in Hay, so he's moving back with some of the boys. So oh, nice! Have him back. Yeah. So, yeah. Where Where was he? He's in Kansas City. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. Dang, you guys are gonna get wet and wild out in Hayes again. It's gonna be like just like old times. I know it's not good. Yeah, I was gonna say that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Haven't I mean, all you need is brick now. But the thing difference with him is he's he's getting hitched, so it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. He's only married, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's engaged. But same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that was the podcast shout out of the week. Uh Hagen and Brick. So yeah. Ooh. Hagen and Josh. Make sure Brick and Hagen do. <laughs> oh, sorry, Josh. Hagen and Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do a rundown of the podcast. Uh I have a quite the week i've had um i'm going to tell that story here in a second uh coaches archives we're going to do a quick uh five question k-state all around k-state sports i think it's i've, I've looked at the questions it's k-state basketball and football 
Um, see how I am with basketball. I'm pretty sure you're gonna go five for five. Well, you might miss one because there's a there's one that's a number that you might have to, or two of them are numbers. So yeah. Um, and then K State versus Texas Tech. A recap. K State won a football game. Let's freaking go! Four and Cats. three. Four and three. Uh, three more games for the Alamo Bowl or the the uh, Liberty Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, coming up on Saturday, 2.30 kickoff, K-State versus TCU uh, in Manhattan. I apologize to my friends. I will not be making it this weekend. Uh, Me either. It's, it's just been a crazy week. Uh, I mean, you're on, you're on vacation. I had a – I'm, I'm going to get to it in a second. Um, yeah, K-State versus TCU on Saturday. A little around the Big 12, recapping a little of the games happening this weekend. And then we'll touch on the World Series and other sports. Uh, the Astros and uh, Braves are on an off day today, but by the time you're listening to this, it'll be Friday. Uh, Friday night, game three in Atlanta. The series tied one to one. So uh, Atlanta and, and uh, Astros, uh, we, we both predicted that uh, the, the Red Sox would have made it, but they got cold. They got really cold after our, uh, we posted our last podcast. So Astros and Braves in the World that. Series. Yeah. <clears throat> and then wrap things up with best things. The category today is top five states. Do you got your top five list? I do. Okay. All right. I'll be, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, I got a little story. I got a little story for you this week. So I was sent for my job to go do a site visit in Reno, Nevada, right? Boy. So the whole, the overall goal was to get there on Monday, um, leave Springfield, fly out at 11, connecting flight at four o'clock, get to Reno by seven or six or seven o'clock uh, Pacific time. Um, first flight, get to the airport, you know, two hours early, get through all the TSA and whatever, get to the, uh, get to the gate in Springfield, SGF national airport. And uh, the plane like wasn't there. The, we were supposed to board at 1030. There was no plane. So everybody's, there's nobody at the desk, you know, saying what's going on. There's just a bunch of people just, I don't know, what are we supposed to do? Turns out the plane was coming from Chicago was delayed five hours. And we didn't know anything about that. <laughs> so oh, nope, nobody told us anything. We're literally just sitting there in limbo. Like, are we at the right gate? Are we at the right, you know, is the, is the airplane even coming? There's nobody telling us anything. So then finally figured out lady comes on on the radio, you know, plane has been delayed five hours. Thanks for telling us now. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm just living in an airport in Springfield. I haven't even left Springfield yet. Doing some work on the computer, eating some lunch and finally get to board the plane. Um, So now we're taking off for finally get on the plane, three 30 get to Denver by five 30 and try to get to my layover at six 30 or whatever it was. I had like a 30 minute layover. So the plane had to get there on time. Plane gets about 10 minutes from Denver. The uh, captain comes over the, comes over this, the, uh, the intercom. And listen up uh, passengers. Uh, we will not be landing in Denver. We're going to be landing in Colorado Springs. Oh no. 
we're literally 10 minutes from Denver. <laughs> like literally 10 minutes from Denver. Yeah. The, all we had to do was land. I would have hopped on my next flight, been in Reno. That doesn't happen. We land in Colorado Springs. We get off the plane, get diverted to Colorado Springs, get off the plane. And the person at the front desk says, there is no more flights to Denver. You guys have to stay in Colorado Springs tonight. So now I'm stuck in Colorado Springs. And they said, you have to get back to the airport at five o'clock tomorrow or six o'clock tomorrow. The plane's going to leave at 730 just to get to Denver, which is like a 30 minute flight. Not even. Yeah. So then we finally get on the, you know, they put us up in a hotel and whatever. Long story short, next day, get to Denver, finally fly out to Reno, land in Reno about one o'clock Pacific time, go do the site visit. The site visit lasted. Oh, and this is now we're on Tuesday. So it's two o'clock on Tuesday. I'm supposed to be flying back to Springfield already. Uh, All my flights got changed. So I could, the next flight I could get back to Springfield was Wednesday. So I'm staying an extra day in Reno because the first flight got delayed five hours and then landed in the wrong town. (laughs) So now I'm in Reno. It's, I did the site visit, did it in about an hour and a half. And then now I'm just like, all right, this is all I came here for. Now, what do I do? You know, I go to the hotel. I I went to the casino. I went to a casino for about 30 minutes, took out $60, played some blackjack was up. I was up to about a hundred dollars like right away. The dealers switch out and um, I play the next three hands or next three or four hands. I can't remember how many it was. It was probably four or five actually, but I felt like three dealer hits blackjack every single hand. I'm out of money. Then I'm I'm like, all right, see you later, I guess. So I leave. Then I'm walking around the casino for about 15 minutes. Couldn't find my way out. (laughs) Cause you know, They don't, have any, they don't have any clocks or like exit signs or anything. So they want you to get lost in there and spend more money. Okay. I'm not trying to drag this on too long. Went back to the hotel, woke up in the, uh, went to bed, woke up in the morning flights at one o'clock. Uh, that flight was fairly smooth. It was delayed. It was still delayed by 30 minutes and then get to get to Denver. My layover is about 30 minutes away. So I sprint across the airport, get to my next layover get on the flight, sitting there for about 30 minutes. Captain comes on again. Uh, we're having some computer issues. Uh, everybody's going to have to get off the plane. <laughs> Gets delayed again. Now it's now it's 8 o'clock mountain time in Denver. And I was supposed to be home, you know, the yesterday, you know. This is Wednesday I'm talking about. I was supposed to be home on Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock. I'm pissed off. <laughs> You know, every person that made eye contact with me, I'm in my head. I'm just like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. This is, this sucks. This sucks. And uh, finally get on the plane, get back to Springfield at 1130, 12 o'clock, you know, get back to my house at midnight last night. And then, and then I was finally home about uh, 24 hours, probably 30 hours later than I was supposed to be. So long story short, this week has sucked, but uh Tonight was great. So anyway. (laughs) You ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. All right. Coaches archives, K-State sports. Question one. In 1988, Kansas State became the first division one football program to reach blank losses in its history. (laughs) 
300, 500, 1,000, or 2,000? 500. One for one. Question two. Kansas State's men's basketball program reached the national championship game in 1951. Who did the Wildcats lose to? UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina. Kentucky. Two for two. We're more more than two. (laughs) Uh, Number three. The father of what famous athlete attended Kansas State on a uh, baseball scholarship after growing up in Manhattan? Ken Griffey Jr., Joe Montana, Tiger Woods, or Michael Jordan? Tiger Woods. Three for three. Um, Isn't his father buried in Manhattan? Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four, you three for three. Number four, how many times has Kansas State's men's basketball team reached the final four? One, two, three, or four? Was it four? Four for four. <laughs> uh, five. Final question. Who is Kansas State's all-time leading receiver? 3,302 yards. I'm not even going to give you the answers. Come on, give me a Because there's a lot of, I mean, give me the answers. Give me the answers. I'm okay. being serious. I don't know this one. Jordy Nelson, Quincy Morgan, Michael Smith, or Kevin Lockett? Oh, Jordy Nelson, easily. Why did you give me those answers? <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, I it's, lost. Kevin it's Lockett. Kevin Lockett. Oh, oh, no. Did you say Kevin Lockett? I thought you said no, that. I said Jordy Nelson. I thought you said that initially before I gave you the answers. Oh, no, I was thinking Kevin Lockett. Oh, I am so hurt over that one. How did you, oh, no. The God has fallen. Jesus, Matt. Come on. I've missed one question. Jeez, one too many. I'm hurt. I <laughs> I, honestly, so am I, dude. That, that destroys <laughs> my pride. I would have gotten it wrong, too. <laughs> I would have said Jordy Nelson. My, and I, it actually had, um, it had, Kevin Lockett as as uh, A, so it went A B C D. But I I did uh, Jordy Nelson, so I started with B and then went down because I didn't want to be the first one, so I tricked you. Uh, Take that, you filthy it. animal, you Pete. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> All <Such> right. Bullshit. <laughs> okay, uh, so that was a quick version of the coaches' archives. Uh, let's move on to K State versus Texas Tech. K State wins their first big 12 game of 2021 the cats come back from a 24 to 10 uh, halftime deficit score 15 unanswered points uh to end their eight game big 12 losing streak and move to four three on the year one and three in the big 12 yeah that that was a you know uh, climbing in his third year when you know when he's coming in with his first year i never thought we would lose eight big 12 games in a row but um could could you name them all i mean texas uh baylor iowa state um i think uh oklahoma state twice so that's five oklahoma once uh yeah anyway so yeah cats won a game i think we're jacked if you were following the twitter page oh and again uh follow us on twitter at the lecker room yeah that's it at the lecker room on twitter uh our twitter page was going off (laughs) (laughs) 
it was a uh, <laughs> it was quite yeah, it the, was quite the roller coaster of emotions um both both me and matt were tweeting from our our podcast twitter page see if i can see if i can find any good ones on there i you could tell who was always tweeting because i was always tweeting in all caps and you were like way more <laughs> subtle about it <laughs> that's because I was, I was just really pissed off the whole yeah. day even when we won i was just really mad oh my gosh well the first the first half well the first five minutes of the game i was like what are you serious we're down 14 to nothing you know they score on the their first offensive play of the game malik Knowles mm-hmm. fumbles the ensuing kickoff and yeah. we're down 14 to nothing without skylar thompson even touching the ball um yeah it was a it was definitely a roller coaster i might have had a mixed drink i might have already poured it <laughs> i'll be honest i was so pissed off and i called i called the turnover here's here was, here was my tweet bad. so we scored that first touchdown it was 14 to 7 i said hell of a drive cats please step up defense our offense is really good if you give them the ball is it time for our first <laughs> turnover since nevada which actually we picked off ou i re-listened to the two podcasts ago we did pick off um, spencer rattler uh, one time, but which it, it didn't, it wasn't really, a, you know, a big turn. Like so, yeah. Like it, it, it was, it was a deep pass down the sideline and we caught it on like the 10 yard line of, of, uh, yeah. of our, our own sideline. So, or our own uh, side of the field. So it, it seemed like it was our first turnover since the Nevada, but then they, they did uh, turn them over. We got a huge uh, fumble and then went down and got a field goal made it 24 to 10. And then the second half, we just went off. So um, defense showed up in the second half. Best they've played all year, probably since the Stanford game. Uh, Texas Tech only had four drives in the second half. Uh, that uh, K-State had a nice punt by Zetner. You, did you hear his um, – his uh, Legatron. Legatron, yep. New nickname for the punter for K-State. Had a bunch of punts uh, land in the – you know, the inside the 20 at least. Um, of yeah. texas tech uh, but yeah that that huge one was the safety got it inside the five i think the ball was on the four yard line uh how do you say the guy's name that got who made the huge tackle in the end zone Ooh, i'm just uh, gonna call him phil or something i really have no idea it's, it's number 91 but the the, yeah, guy, he's the commentator the commentator said his name wrong like 15 times do you see that compilation yeah. on twitter of uh <laughs> yeah the, well and then he called uh they're, they were saying, oh, yeah, this defense is struggling this year. They're missing Wiley Hubert. And I was like, you mean Wyatt Hubert? He, Wyatt Hubert. <laughs> and they, th- they thought that Cooper Beebe was a defensive uh, defensive end, uh, defensive lineman, but he's our offensive lineman. Like, w- uh-huh. They were so unbearable to listen to. They were so wrong about so many things. But Everything. Yeah, it was <laughs> – it was a – I, I'm watching the game alone in my living room. I'm like jumping up and down, yelling at the TV. I'm assuming my so neighbors. Are, I'm assuming my neighbors were like, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm just so happy we won. So then uh, the other three drives that Texas Tech had. Uh, so they had the safety, and then they came back and punted, and we turned them over on fourth down. Their last two possessions of the game, more most notably that last possession where we. Uh, pushed them way back and they couldn't really do anything which sealed the game for the cats they only had 83 yards in the second half so huge step up for the defense and that's uh, awesome 
man, if they could play like that against TCU this weekend, homecoming weekend in Manhattan, get the crowd rocking. Oh my gosh. That's going to be a fun game to watch for the students. Um, and have you, have you looked at the weather for the game? I have no idea. It's been raining in Springfield. Supposed all to be week. S- like upper sixties. Just beautiful. Yeah, that's good. Cats need another big road, a uh, big home win for sure. Uh, coming up this weekend. And then, uh, a couple other points I want to touch on against the Texas Tech game. Uh, Deuce Vaughn was loose. Uh, I tweeted I tweeted out uh, a couple days before the game. Um, I said, uh, Ty, so P- PFF College at PFF underscore college. They tweet a lot about yeah. college football. They said, since 2020, Deuce Vaughn is the only running back with 90-plus grades as a runner and a receiver. Uh, I quoted that, and I said, time to get loose in Lubbock, good sir. Which he did. Good day for Deuce. He did. did. Remember that move on the sideline? Oh my like, gosh! Yes, he he made two guys miss, and then and then stayed in bounds, and then drug another defender for like five more yards. And it was a huge first it's down insane. play. Yeah, and he's so little. Oh my gosh, it's insane. He's so slippery. That, yeah, he's that like was, five five. He's so tiny, dude. But uh, I mean, that was that was a turning point in the game too. Cause we went down and scored a touchdown and we made it 25 or 24, 19. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a play. I think play the game or and the safety. The, yeah. The safety was huge. That was the biggest turning point. We almost blew that momentum when, uh, when, uh, Leonard's fumbled it too. That uh, was, that terrible. was huge. He, he was clearly past. I don't know what he was thinking. He was past the first down marker five yeah. yards and he tried stretching out. Oh yeah. God. Goodness sakes. That made me so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? No way. Oh, here's another tweet I found. Uh, I, all caps, I just said, defense plays like they did in the second half all year. They are incredibly dangerous football team. Hashtag go cats. Next pot is going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, Deuce, 52 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and seven receptions, 68 yards receiving, and one touchdown. Skyler had a really good day, too, throwing the ball. Uh, I think the oh, offense, he was awesome. Yeah, twenty-four for thirty passing, almost three hundred yards, two hundred ninety-six yards, and one touchdown. No picks. I think the offensive line did a really good job protecting him. Um, he had a pocket like no other. And he he scrambled a bit, which kind of scared me, but uh, worked out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. One thing, offense. Uh, God, the penalties, man. What the heck? 12, 12, 12 for 93 12? yards. Yeah. Like half of those were false starts, weren't they? I think probably the majority – dude, that is, there's literally no excuse for that. That is absolutely terrible. It's got to be better this week, right? <laughs> you know, we've been talking about this for like three weeks now. But, goodness. Like, <sighs> pathetic. Um. We did limit the turnovers beside that ensuing kickoff fumble by Knowles in the first half and Leonard's in the third quarter. Um, Deuce Vaughn held on to the ball. I mean, those those two fumbles were kind of freak plays. I mean, got to hold on to the football, obviously, yeah. but, you know, bad things happen and you just got to overcome them. And that's basically what happened. The, de- the defense said, hey, we're going to step up for our offense. We're going to make some stops and – they did get Kansas State football a victory. That's six in a row, six straight victories over the dirtiest team in the country. 
against Texas Tech. The Red Raiders. Yeah, down in down in Lubbock. What a big win. 25-24. They, they fired their coach. Oh yeah, it was five and three. Yeah, they did fire their coach. That's right. I was How? I forgot Why? to. I don't know. I don't know. And they had, I mean, he had like two or three Big 12 wins already, didn't he? West Virginia and KU for sure. Um, but he was hired when Kleiman was like two years. You can't, mm-hmm. you got to give coaches time at least. I feel I, like don't even count the COVID year. Like seriously. When it, it came out of nowhere too. Like it, it was, mm-hmm. what was it? Tuesday, Wednesday? I mean, that just yeah. happened. Oh man. Yeah. Stupid. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about the TCU game coming up this weekend. Two thirty again on ESPNU. It looks like uh, two thirty uh, in Manhattan, Kansas. Homecoming weekend for the Cats. A lot of sports happening this week for K State. Uh, let's go ahead and just jump into the keys. I don't know too much about um, TCU's team. Um, what have they? They were off last week, weren't they? Yeah, they're off. They're they're just a ground and pound, kind of like a K State. Uh, Gary Patterson team's always defensively just tough. Mm-hmm. This is a very tough team on defensively. Um, his brother, this is a random fact. His brother actually owns a bar like twenty miles south of Hayes. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, really? Have you been to it? <laughs> no, it's in Rush Center, so that's where kind of well, Gary Patterson's from like the Larned area down in there. So, uh, oh, okay. Um. He's uh he's pretty well famous around these those parts. So uh gotcha. no, his, his teams are always just well defensively and they always give K State fits. Yeah, and they're they're very disciplined. They their teams always remind me of uh of uh, the old Bill Snyder teams. Um but they like to mm-hmm. go a lot, they like to go a lot faster. I don't know I don't know if they've done that recently, but uh, they they're they play a lot like Baylor and Texas Tech, they like to go fast. Um, yeah, but yeah, Mike, my, my keys to the game, you know, this is going to be a broken record, but, uh, offense just keep out on the rock with deuce. And, uh, one thing I wanted to point out other key players need to get involved. Um, you know, Deuce scored three touchdowns last game. He's not going to be able to do that every game. We need Malik Knowles to have a big day. Uh, we need Lenners to, you know, step up on those, those big third down plays, hold on to the football. And then uh, you know, <laughs> look look for Landry Weber to have a big day. He's been he's been uh, keeping on that radar for sure. Reminds me a lot of uh, Tyrone like, How. Well, I was gonna say Jordy Nelson, but <laughs> I don't think he has the speed of Jordy Nelson. But he's got good hands. Um, and then minim- minimize penalties. Key number two. My goodness, can we please minimize penalties? That's two weeks in a row where we've had we have half of 12. We have... Yeah, seriously. <laughs> can we can we have six penalties at most? I mean, let's make this a goal. Come on, guys. Let's let's not false start. Let's not have some personal foul penalties. We had two personal foul penalties. Uh one on Malik Knowles at least at least two. One on Malik and uh one on Jerron McPherson throwing uh throwing the guy out of bounds. Yeah, that's terrible. He uh pile drived him a little bit too. That was the funny thing. He definitely uh, deserved that one. Oh yeah, for sure. And then uh my third key defense needs to play like they did in the second half uh against Texas Tech, obviously. And one thing I, I think is why they were so successful is because they just were so much more aggressive. They brought more pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, they caused 
caused that uh, interception, which got us, you know, a couple points. I think that was the only interception we got, but uh, you know, we, we forced, we forced, uh, what was his name? Columbia forced him to make some bad decisions. Yep. I mean, he was not throwing the ball very well in the second half whatsoever. I mean, their total, their total mm-hmm. office in the second half was 81 yards. So uh, yeah. Uh, those are my keys to the game. And let's get the freaking fans excited about something. Let's let's punch them in the mouth. Let's get a kick return for a touchdown or something. Let's go up 7-0, 14-0 early. Get the fans excited. Can we, uh, yeah, can this be a blowout for once? Like, I want a game where I can relax. Yeah. It's been a long time, dude. I mean, it's got a <laughs> – the last game I could really just sit back and watch was probably the KU game last year. And But, like, beside the KU games, I mean – I don't know. Maybe, I mean, even the Stanford game, we won 24 or what, 24 to seven, but it was like, it's kind of stressful still, you know? <laughs> yeah. Southern, so, Southern Illinois was stressful. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> Southern <laughs> Illinois is a pretty good FCS team. I haven't, I haven't uh, kept, kept up with them so far this year, but they were, they were ranked FCS when we played them. Uh, um, K-State is favored by four and a half. So. Okay. All right. What's, do you know the over under? I uh, do not. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Okay, uh, what's your keys, man? Uh, number one, um, I stressed I stressed this to Jacob all week, and especially on Saturday, I was cussing up a storm. There's literally no excuse to have twelve penalties. We're twenty. <laughs> the team, you guys are twenty-one year olds, twenty-year-old. You guys should not have eight false start penalties. There's no. There's literally no excuse for that. Like that's you guys that's not thinking. I, I get the holding penalty. It's going to happen. I get the sometimes the personal fouls. Eh, it's kind of sketchy. But there's no other penalties. Uh, that, that I, can't, I can't remember if K-State in this last ye- few years or even ever since Snyder, when was the last time we had 12 penalties in the game? Right. And he came I mean, in. Seriously. Mm-hmm. When they always say you blame the, the false start penalty on like, the crowd noise, but it's Texas Tech did not have a very good crowd on Saturday. I mean, every time they'd pan to this, the yeah. crowd, it was very empty. I mean, I would say 60% capacity yeah. at best. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my well, key number two, uh, I think the offense, because TCU is a very good run defense, we're going to have to throw the ball a little bit, um, get some receivers. I expect Randy Reber to come. Um, step up and the Hutch Juco transfer Tyron Howe. He had a great catch on the side against Texas Tech yeah. last mm-hmm. week. And ho- hopefully Malik Knowles can have a good game as well. But uh TC is gonna pound um um fill the box and uh, we're gonna have to throw a little bit. So uh Skyler needs to have a great game. Um lastly defense continue build off that momentum the second half man. Um keep it going because if you guys play like that that takes pressure off offense can do their job. They should win pretty. They should win all right, but uh, we'll see how they. We'll see what team K State shows up because under climbing this year, you don't know what team you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, predicting the scores has been tough. I mean, what was your prediction last week? I think we both. I I think I remember yours was like 34, 30 or thirty five, uh, thirty four, thirty one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mine was yeah. thirty eight, thirty five. We both chose the cats to win, but uh, yeah, 25 24. That's kind of a weird score. <laughs> score, mm-hmm. score, got me. Yeah. Uh, this week, I'm mm-hmm. thinking 
I don't want it to be a, I don't want it to be a shootout. Man, I could see us playing really well this week. I'm going to go ahead and say K-State 38, TCU 20. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I if K-State if we're going to be if we're going to have to throw the ball, I think we're going to I think we're going to score a little less points, but I think it's going to be 31-13 Cats. Okay. You think you're going to hold them to 13? I think we will. Okay. I mean, I think they can do it. I mean, they they did it against Stanford. They, you know. I mean, if we didn't give up those two easy touchdowns against Tech, it would be what mm-hmm. would the score? What it'd be? They only score ten. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they, in my opinion, they need one more game to prove themselves. So, and obviously, we're due. We're due for like a pick six or you know, a three or four turnover game on defense because it, we just, so. we're so due for it. We haven't had one. You know, oh, yeah, you while. make a B, I take it. I know. Late. Last know. brain cell, 11.26 recording. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, K-State versus TCU on Saturday, uh, 2.30 kickoff on ESPNU um, and, or at your local bar. I don't know. Whoever has it, just get out and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and go cats uh four and three on the year we're looking to go five and three and then uh ku the following week so yeah i think um, i think i think if we can pull off a good good win on saturday uh six wins seems very inevitable so i hope so uh any other keys you want to talk on or let's move around to around the big 12 um a full slate of games for the big 12 texas at baylor texas coming off a bye week at baylor uh, i think baylor was actually on a bye week oh man that doesn't matter uh that 11 o'clock on abc texas at baylor um baylor's ranked 16th so that's k-state plays them that's gonna be a tough game I think it's at home though, so yeah, in November might have to go to that. I'm not gonna be able to. Um, uh, I'll be I'll be gone. I I can't go to any more games. It's kind of sad unless they get make it to a bowl game, obviously. But uh, we'll see we'll see about that. Uh, Texas at Baylor, eleven o'clock on ABC. Number twenty two, Iowa State coming off a huge home victory where they stormed the field against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State then was ranked number eight. And they, Iowa State at West Virginia, one o'clock on ESPN Plus. What a crock! <laughs> yeah, ESPN Plus, such a joke. Um, Texas Tech at Oklahoma, number four. Uh, that's a two thirty game, along with TCU at Kansas State, two two thirty games. Uh, Texas Tech is going to have some trouble in Norman. Oh, uh, OU, OU coming off a scare last week. Uh, very Gosh, well. I wish KU would have done that. Yeah, very well. Should have lost KU. The game wasn't the game like seventeen to seven in the fourth quarter, like ten minutes left. Some or in the third, like it was in the third. I so late in the game, and OU I guess decided to start playing and won in the, the last. Yeah, the final score was. They it, it was seventeen to seven. They they won thirty five to twenty four. <laughs> like, like yeah, they scored twenty eight, basically twenty eight unanswered. Yeah, oh. and then that uh, you you think that play was legal? Uh, that Caleb Williams when he took the ball from the running back. 
I think it was because I, it was it was backwards, wasn't it? It wasn't for I don't think it was totally forward, but Josh Klein can uh, give you the information on that because he is pretty pissed off. About that, so. <laughs> I was. So, I don't blame him. Well, my my whole perspective is I thought the refs blew the play dead. Yeah. So that that's why I was confused why the guy was he was still running and um because the the running back was stuffed short on fourth down and Ke would have the ball with the lead right or or uh, or at least would have a chance to uh, tie it. Because I think that's when it was 24-17. OU went down yeah. and scored, and it was 35-17 after that. So, ugh, tough, tough day for the Jayhawks, for sure. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the final Big 12 game at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports 1, KU at Oklahoma State, number 15, Oklahoma State. Um, I think Oklahoma State has some vengeance after losing their first game last week. So, look out, Kansas. Um and that's around the Big 12. Uh, let's go move on to a little bit of other sports. MLB in the World Series. We got a exciting series so far, Matt. I've been swatched. I've been actually keeping tra- trying to keep track of that. Uh, it has been really exciting. So. Uh... So yeah, Tell the are, world what's going on. Today is an off day, so today's a travel day. Um, last week, the Braves did finish the series against the Dodgers, winning the series in Los Angeles four games to two. Uh, the Astros were down two games to one in Fenway. Uh, they were down two to one in like the fifth inning when we were recording the previous podcast. They came back and won that game in Fenway, tied the series two to two won the next two games Astros won that series four to two and now we are in a Braves Astros World Series Braves were dominant in game one they won six to two uh the script got flipped in game two the Strohs bounce back win game two seven to two uh series is tied one to one heading back to Atlanta today's travel day games four three four and five will be Friday through Sunday in Atlanta, all games on Fox and at 7 o'clock. Uh, some point pointers to keep in mind. Both offenses are obviously hot. Um, depending on whether they score runs or not, that's a different story. But both teams have been, have been getting about seven or eight hits. Um, seven or eight hits a game so far, the first two games of the World Series. And uh, one thing I wanted to touch on really quick uh, is the I think the World Series is going to come down to whichever starter can have the better outing Uh, so far. Neither uh, for both games, the Braves winning game one, uh, the Astros starting pitcher goes two innings, allowing eight hits, five runs, five earned runs um, and gave up two home runs. Uh, One of those home runs to Jorge Soler, the former Kansas City Royal. Uh, a lot of these players that the Braves have are uh, from the trade deadline. Um, Royals traded away Jorge Soler. Um, I'm trying to think of there's three more guys that they got uh, the trade deadline, but I think I saw a stat where those the the four players that they, they got are six for 18 in the World Series so far. Wow. So you could say that they won the uh, trade deadline and they're obviously in the World Series. So. <laughs> Go go Astros. No, no, the, the Braves, Braves, Braves. 
<laughs> Braves got to Jorge Soler. Right. Um, so yeah, first game, uh, Valdez for the Astros struggles um, coming off the bump in the second inning, or I think it came out for the third inning. I can't remember, uh, but did not have a good start. His ERA for the game was 22 and a half. So not a good outing for him. And then in game two, the Astros bounced back winning seven to two. The starting pitcher fried, uh, freed fried. I don't know how to say it. I uh, should know. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Braves starting pitcher goes five innings, allowing seven hits, six runs, six earned runs, only six strikeouts, did not allow a home run. Uh, but the Astros dominated. They were running all over the place, taking advantage of little mistakes by the Braves. And the Braves uh, lose game two. So now the series is tied heading back to Atlanta. And by the next time we record the next podcast, I think the World Series will be done. So we record by, I think the at the latest, it will be done on Wednesday. So Monday will be a travel day. Tuesday, Wednesday would be in Houston if necessary. So, yeah. All right, Jacob, who's going to be champion when we record next week? I really hope it's the Braves. Um, but the Astros kind of have a vengeance right now. So, we'll, you know, you never know. Uh, but the Braves do have the next three games at home. So, winning, winning one game in Houston was huge. Uh, so, all right. Uh, I'm going to go. The Braves win. I'm going to go Braves in six. If the so. Braves win. And by next week's show, if, if, they, if they just win it, the World Series, I'll buy you a drink. Ooh. What kind yeah. of drink? <laughs> just soda, you know. Oh, yeah. Because we're, uh, we're so well-behaved. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's a rundown of other sports. Um, super quick version this week, a little abbreviated. Uh, World Series happening right now. And then uh, NFL tonight, uh, what happened in the Green Bay and Cardinals game? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention uh, to it. Well, I turned off at halftime or Green Bay was winning. So okay, I did not keep track because I, I actually took a nap before, before we did this nice. show. So. Sorry. Sorry. Good, <laughs> Sorry, I kept you up so late. It's my fault. We're doing this late. Um, Colorado Avalanche beats St. Louis Blues four to three. My hockey team won tonight. That's good. And uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Los Angeles Lakers the other night. The Lakers were up like twenty one points and they blew it. Dude, I heard like the Lakers is like really talk like is it they're really toxic or they're oh, like mm-hmm. like because it's not a good culture. LeBron's hurt. Westbrook is trying to do too much. Anthony Davis and uh, Dwight Howard are like fighting each other on the bench. Uh, it's toxic. It's too many. It's too many egos. Mm-hmm. So many. I mean, Russell Westbrook's got the probably the biggest ego out there. Okay, I yeah. take that back. It's LeBron. <laughs> LeBron is the owner, player, coach, and he's he's hurt right now. I don't, or unless he was just taking an off day or something. But uh, I haven't been keeping up with the NBA as much lately. Um, just not as interesting to me anymore. It's but, not. It, no. I, it's not. It's lost a lot of its luster for me because, not to get too far into it, but oh, I'm not going to get too far into it. Just, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I, I get. I see what you. You, you know where I'm going with it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's other sports. Game three of the World Series tomorrow in Atlanta. Um, and yeah, 
Hey all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. Even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Let's go ahead and let's finish up the podcast. Give us your best things. Top five states. Matt, go. All right. Um, I might have a few honorable mentions, but uh, my top five states come from five to one. Not because like they're totally like their states, but just I've had the best time in these states with like my friends and the mm-hmm. strips. But number five, I have to go with um, Montana. I went to Yellowstone. It's beautiful up there. Um, I could definitely go and get a cabin up there and just live for the rest of my life. It's absolutely awesome. Nice. Number four, I gotta go with um, Colorado. Go there a lot. Hayes is again only like four hours away from Denver. Colorado's great, especially in the summertime. Well, if you want to escape Kansas humidity, it's uh, it's always a good time up there. Especially if I get when we go to Rockies games in the summertime and all those rooftop bars around the game. But it's always a great time up there. So, yeah. Number three, I have to go with, now I'm going to get cuts because it's a boring state, but I got to go with it because I had one of the best times down there with my buds. I, we went spring break on a big old park right in Oklahoma, and it was just a good experience down there. It was different terrain in southeast Oklahoma, and uh, I will say it was a little bit type of deliverance type stuff. You ever seen this movie? As soon as you pull up to camp, you can hear the banjo playing. So yeah. it was a weird experience, but a fun experience. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, number two, um, never been there, but I have to pick it because my parents lived there for four years. My sister was actually born there, and I claim I'm part part of that state. Hawaii, and I really want to go. It's my oh, that's, place. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, I always tell my friends that I'm part Hawaiian just because of that. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, my sister was born there. My parents lived there for four years, so I really want to go there. It's paradise. So, nice. Yeah. Number one, I got to go back to my roots of Kansas, where all my family's Woo! friends is at. Um, great hunting, by the way, and uh, great towns. Um, fortunate to live here, pretty safe place overall. And uh, mm-hmm. you had a great childhood. Just uh, it's rural and. Uh, it's wide open and I could actually breathe. I want to be claustrophobic down here. So that's my top five. Awesome. Honorable mention though, real quick. I will say an honorable mention. Uh, when I was in Yellowstone, I was in parts of Idaho. Idaho again is beautiful. Um, just a great place. And also Texas, San Antonio. Um, that was a fun place to visit. So, Oh, and I will say uh, D.C., Washington, even though it's not really a state. Just yeah. place I've been to. Washington DC is awesome. So mm-hmm. recommend going there. You, you're gonna have to tell that story of you and Matt and Colby's dad on that trip or on these podcasts. But yeah, me and Noah. Yeah, yeah that was. Or that was you and <laughs> you and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Noah's, 
No, no one's giving out all his money to homeless people. That's almost fair. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Did you say Montana was on your list or Wyoming? I think I heard Montana. Montana. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, number. I don't know. I don't even know if these are in order, but number five for me, I guess, is Nevada. Um, I've been there a couple times. I mean, I've been to Vegas twice. I'm going back here in three weeks. I was in Reno this week. Very, very nice towns. I mean, a lot of good hiking out there. Uh, Arizona, a little honorable mention. They have some good hiking in Arizona and Utah. Did some, went on a little uh, senior trip last uh, Christmas, over right before Christmas last year with uh, Taylor Martin and Taylor TK and Colby. And did some good hiking and did some good gambling out in Vegas. So, Nevada, number five. Uh, number four is South Dakota. South Dakota has got some, you know, they got the Badlands, Mount Rushmore, and and some of the best or nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. Uh, I have some good friends up there. All my family's up there. uh, And a lot of good farming land, yeah. South Dakota, good hunting land, too. And then uh, number three. um, Hmm. Uh, number three. Now, I haven't been here, but I presume that it's pretty awesome. Is Massachusetts? <laughs> um, I'm just kind of throw throwing that one out there, uh, mainly because of the culture that's there. They got all the history of the United States, Boston Tea Party, mainly re- revolving around Boston. I do enjoy all the Boston sports, Celtics, Red Sox, even the Patriots. I mean, you got to appreciate the greatness that is surrounding that city. Um, it's, it's, if I had to choose between Boston and New York, it's Boston nine times out of nine. Um, and my parents have been up in that area. Wow, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> my parents have been up there uh, for anniversaries and stuff. And they said that area is absolutely amazing. So I bet you it's terrible during the winter time, but the rest of the year, you know, not so bad. There's <laughs> a song after. And there's a song after it about what Boston? No, Massachusetts by Bee Gees. How's that go? I, you can uh, tell I by the way I use my. <laughs> they just talk about going to Massachusetts. I'm like, must be a good place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That one might be uh that one might be white out and left white <laughs> last brain cell, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That one might be out in left field. I'm kind of I'm kind of uh um winging this list right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Number two is Missouri. Missouri is overrated, or not overrated, underrated. Uh, they got the Ozarks, Lake of the Ozark, um, Table, Table Rock, St. Louis, and Kansas City. Can't beat it. There's a lot to do in Missouri. And if you don't think so, then you're just not looking in the right places. And I'll follow suit with number one being Kansas, another over, uh, <laughs> another underrated <laughs> state. Uh, it's a good state. Lots of good people where I grew up. All my family's in Kansas or that area. And a lot of friendly people, friendly faces, a lot of good memories. Manhattan, Kansas, McPherson, Kansas, and hell, even Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, honorable mention, Oklahoma and Texas, and hell, I'll throw Nebraska in there too. 
got some family all up and down the Midwest. And yeah, that wraps up my best things top five. Let's uh, go ahead and close out the podcast by saying, hey, we appreciate you guys for listening. All seven of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, seven is better than six, and six is a number. Um, <laughs> yeah, next next show, guys, pay attention because we're going to have a guest on. It's KU Week, and uh, I actually have a lot of stuff to talk about next week. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll keep it, a, keep it a surprise for now, but uh, I'm sure. You guys can figure out who it is, considering it's KU Hate Week. But uh, um, again, f- thank you guys for listening. Um, I think we're approaching about what fifty minutes, close enough. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Once again, follow us on the Twitter page at the Lecker Room, and um, share this with your friends. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. You know, spread the news. Spread the love. You know, me and Matt, yeah, <laughs> me and Matt take our <laughs> Thursday evenings just so you guys can listen to our nice smooth tones on Friday mornings. <laughs> um, start the weekend <laughs> off right. Yeah, start the weekend off right with the Lacquer Room Sports Media Podcast. Um, this has been a scuffed episode of the Lacquer Room, but it's been a fun one. K State's four and three. We won a ba- we won a football oh, game. Nice. And uh, it's the weekend, baby. Uh, it's Friday, so have a good Friday. And we're in, and we're in way better moods. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're not depressed. <laughs> and yeah. uh, long, uh, I don't know if it's a long. Oh, Halloween, Halloween weekend. What's everybody dressing up for this yeah. weekend? What are you dressing up as? I don't know. A, a hunter? Myself. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I'm what are you? Be, I was thinking about being Facebook, like Jim off the office, or Dave. You should, you should be the locker room. <laughs> I just print off my uh, logo on T-shirt. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just be uh, Jake sucks. Wear my Jake sucks T-shirt. Have you seen that one? There you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay. Um, I'm, I'm dragging this out too far. Let's close it out. All right. This has been another edition of the Locker Room sports media podcast my name is jacob his name is matt and have a wonderful friday let's go cats Woo! this has been the lecker room sports media podcast thank you for listening